0: We are the floater. Floater, 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 floater. And today Josh will be talking about Booger. So indeed I will.
1: Um I am very upset that Booger is leaving the Monday Night Booth. Um as terrible as he was, I do not know if I've any more had more fun listening to a man call the Minneapolis miracle a great moment for the Vikings. You mean not or a great moment? Consistent not a great moment oh, for the boy. Vikings. And consistently talk about how, it's, how a team down by four with two minutes left. He wanted us to know that they could not kick a field goal in that possession. Um, that was an important thing for Booger. And when you put him along with Joe Tessator, who called every random play like it was the last play of the Super Bowl, you just have an incredible combination. And I just wanted to talk for a little bit about the Texans-Bills playoff game which might be the most chaotic game in NFL history when you combine both the teams and the announcers so on the field, on the first drive the Bills run a reverse pass back to Josh Allen they score a touchdown and Tessator is just dialed up to an 11 and throughout the game Booger is making some interesting statements I've done some primary source research and tracked down the text from our group chat during this game. Um, so one time he said, if J.J. Watt can make a play and get them the ball back, Deshaun Watson can throw the football. And right before the Bills got the ball up 19-16 with a couple minutes left, he said the Texans defense's job here is to give up nothing. And according to my count, he also misdiagnosed three blitzes that wound up being disguises. And then this game just went to another level when Josh Allen decided to lateral the ball behind his head. One of the more confusing moments of football history and Tor was just going off the rails. And eventually we got to a point where the bulls where the bills had a third and 10 at the 30 yard line and with 15 seconds left and no timeouts. And Booger said, perhaps the stupidest thing I've ever heard an announcer say on air He said the Bulls should run a draw, get a few yards, and spike it. Which is weird on so many levels. Um, First off, in any situation with 15 seconds left, no timeout, it's not a good idea to run the ball and spike it. Because if you get anything more than one or two yards, you're probably not getting off. But the best part of that moment is... Pessator understood what he had said and just stayed silent for a few seconds and then just deadpan third and ten, which was just a great moment. Um, and then really just throughout this overtime, we're all really confused about what's happening. Sammy, at one point, he says Booger is terrible. Then he says the odds of what Booger is saying to be this ridiculous is unlikely. There are only so many things he can say. How are they also ridiculously terrible? And then the best moment happens that night. Where. So the Viking during the Titans Patriots playoff game, we all remember the sequence where Mike Vrabel managed to basically run two minutes off the clock by taking a bunch of delay of games. And Something that we all noted was that Tony Romo sort of maneuvered that sequence masterfully. Where, like, he was um, talking about every variable, what both teams were doing, and he was on top of everything. And Sammy and I were texting about that last night, and he was like... I was proud of Tony Romo, and I was like... It was funny how the end of this game was basically... There are so many moving variables, and I mean, they have all of them. And I also seem to have inside info about Brady's retirement. Well, Booger is basically, holy shit, either team can win this game if they score, and this is wild. Also, they should run it on third down and spike it. And then Sammy, I think, summed it up perfectly with the text that caps it all off by saying, getting to hear Romo after Booger is like eating Popeyes after Yom Kippur.
0: There it is. Yep.
1: And that is the Booger McFarland, that day is the Booger McFarland era in a nutshell. And I would like for us to all just hold a moment of silence for the end of Booger McFarland. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, we will.
2: Okay, Booger. All right, that felt good. That felt okay. um, good. <laughs> Josh, I know you wrote an article about this also, and you you listed three... People or six people, yeah, who you would find as possible placements for, yeah, in the Monday Night Football booth. I think one person that you did not include, and I know kpu would appreciate thank this. You. Pat thank Mack- you, thank you. Well, the
1: reason I didn't do it is because, yes, like, I what's happening is ESPN has one deal left on their Monday Night Football contract. For it seems like they're gonna move it back to ADC, which is still affiliated with ESPN. But that year, they're going to do, like, a big Monday Night Football restructuring. And for this year, it seems like they're going to have one-year temporary promotions from within. So, All
2: right, I, I understand that. But if we're just talking about from an entertainment standpoint, it should be Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee is number one. Oh, on of course.
1: Everything.
2: Not that they would hire him, but he Right. The Packers game he called... It would, no, his was, call the
1: fake field goal was so much fun.
3: No, Pat McAfee deserves... I, the problem is the only reason why I wouldn't want him going on air is because I worried they censor him too much and he wouldn't be able to have enough fun. If that makes Matt sense, is,
2: I trust Pat McAfee enough that he would be able to find his way. Oh, he definitely would.
1: Yeah, no, Pat, I, he would. He would be great, and like I think he could be a possibility for the big restructuring. But uh, I was sort of looking at like for the next year, just who are the most likely ESPN people to yeah be promoted.
3: Yoni and I Yoni and I are not debating yeah, yeah, yeah. The people you listed are probably more likely than Pat McAfee, but we think if, if Monday Night Football needs some new life to it, Pat McAfee is the number one choice. Agreed.
1: I mean, for being honest, my dream booth would be Gus Johnson, Pat McAfee and Peyton Manning.
0: My dream booth would be Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Not cool, Sammy.
2: Isn't Drew Brees coming? Yeah. Bit-
0: I don't think he's tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> really? Someone had to say it. Also, I have, a, I have the fun fact of the day. Are we sure. ready for it? Fun fact of the day? What? Fun fact of the day, and this is an exceptionally good fun fact because it comes with some trivia. Here's the fun fact, and it ties into everything. The last time that an AFC player won Rookie of the Year, Jorger McFarland was on a Super Bowl winning team in the Colts. (laughs) So who Who was the player in 2006, which was the last time an AFC player won Rookie of the Year? Josh? Who Who was was it? it? Let's think about that, though, for a second while we think about the trivia. Since 2007, so last Wait, is this offensive defense? Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hasn't been won by an AFC player. Yep, and since then every single offensive rookie there has come from the NFL. Wow. That's crazy. Really? It's probably Booger McFarlane's fault. Well, it definitely is because he's on the AFC stopping yeah, all the Booger offensive Booger
1: somehow a two-time Super Bowl champion.
0: On two different yeah. teams, none of which are the Patriots yeah, or Yeah, O2
1: Buccaneers, 06 Colts. What a guy. Yeah, but so... I wish Gus Johnson was still doing the NFL in March Madness. <laughs>
0: uh yeah don't we all
3: (laughs) so on a different note uh still from a sports entertainment standpoint but not from a broadcasting so as we all know last night wrapped up the 10 part series of the last dance um we'll be breaking that down in a later episode but so yoni i saw you tweet about something like you're waiting now for the Pats documentary we yeah uh so if we were to go basketball wise though, what team would let's just like pull a group. What team would you prefer to see have a documentary made about them? You can name any team you want.
2: What do you mean by I teams? mean there, there there are three options that I think
0: of. Can I not do LeBron? Yeah. So there Yeah, there's the LeBron one. But that's not a team because he plays for four different teams. Well, kinds you have to
3: pick like a LeBron team that you would want to see it. like but, for me, I would want to see like Golden State Warriors, 2015.
0: Oh, to I've choose one. Honestly, I'd rather see something I don't know as much. I,
1: I, I would like to see LeBron on the 2012 Heat, It's like, because I think that's such an interesting team, because in mm-hmm. 2011, like yeah. he took on the villain role, and he really hated it, and 2012 was like his coming back to normalcy basketball year, and I think just like looking at stuff in the locker room between games five and six of the Celtics series and like just going behind the scenes and looking at their mentality, I think would be really cool. Cause yeah. we don't get to see a lot of LeBron behind the scenes stuff. And like one video yeah. that I've always really loved, that's just LeBron unglued and sort of a way we don't normally see him is a video in the locker room after game six against the Warriors where yeah. he was just like to his team, guys, I'm telling you, they fucked up mentally and physically. We got
2: him. Yeah, we all made Yeah, It's it. a, a great video.
1: And like, I, I, I just think it would be really interesting to see like throughout those playoffs what and that season what the mentality was like. Yeah. Because really LeBron's never been under more pressure. Like, I don't know if there's ever been one sporting event where a superstar's career was put on trial the same way it was in game six against the Celtics.
2: Well, I don't know if that's my mm-hmm. first choice, but I think that ad- just adding on to the 2012 Heat, just how he re- seeing how he responded to the 2011 Mavs playoff series, like just seeing how he changed, because I feel like everyone hates on LeBron, rightfully so, for the 2011 Mavs series. And just if we got footage of his playoff run in 2012, I feel like that would help out a lot of fans and understand like, his thought process and the Heat team. I would also like Mm -hmm. to
1: see later Shaq, Kobe years when they hated each other, because I feel like some of the stories would be fun. I
0: I mean, honestly, if I had to choose the LeBron era, it would be before he left for the first time. Really? Yeah, because I feel like I know about him on the Heat, and I obviously know about him last five or six years. But, like, I don't know everything about the journey that he went through from 2003 to 2010. And I would like to see, like, if there was inside, like, about how other teams thought of them like the 07 Spurs and like were they not even worried and they swept them and that's it and how did LeBron respond well, to that?
2: Well look the- there was actually a video that came out like two days ago, I don't know if it was new, but it was Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, right after he swept the Cav yeah. seven finals. It was him saying, Thank you for giving us this one. I know you're gonna get a lot in the future. Yeah. Like that. Well, <laughs>
1: in all honesty, if we can go beyond basketball and pick any team in sports history. I think the obvious answer is the 1947
0: Brooklyn Dodgers. I was about to say that you stole that right out from under me.
1: No, but like seeing how they all reacted to Jackie Robinson in the first year, for like there are so many stories that we hear in the clubhouse, but they're like unconfirmed whether they were true or not. And just like even just seeing the first day of spring training, I think I would just love to see that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't Obviously know. I'd still it. rather see a football or basketball documentary. Yeah, me too. Also, Josh, I learned some upsetting yeah. news. Yeah. Um, your whole Eli Manning, Larry Fitzgerald, co-Walter Payne Man of the Year is just not something you came up with. It is it? It just totally already happened in 2016, and that's why. Wait, you were did it actually? It. Wait, I'm not. Doing can we get so some you- back? Wait, I didn't actually
1: didn't know that.
0: They've already won those two specific Together? players co-Walter Payne Man of the Year. Wait, I, I, I
1: actually know. swear I did not know
2: that.
0: I don't buy it. I, Wait, I too Sammy, Sammy, can we get background
2: for
3: this?
0: What do oh, you mean? Yeah, it's true. No, we don't. It's true. Yeah. Wow. What uh, do you mean back? Oh, back. Okay, so Eli Manning is a quarterback. No. <laughs> no, I know that's not what you meant, but the background, if you don't remember, is that Josh had, I thought, came up with this idea about Walter Payne Man of the Year Award when we predicted it. Having it split between Eli Manning and Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. but it happened. No, like two I years swear, I don't.
1: I yeah. like don't know the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I did not know that that happened.
2: 2016, Eli Manning, Larry Fitzgerald Jr. won. I did
1: not know that that happened. Huh. Yeah,
2: Greg Olson.
0: I don't know. We might have to put Josh on trial, lie uh, detector. I-, I believe him on this one. I I, I want to believe him, but at the same time, he's just so well-versed in But, like,
1: Walter Payton Man of the Year, literally the only reason I even know that Calais Campbell won it last year is because the Ravens tweeted a bunch of things about it once he got there. Like, I couldn't tell you who won it in 2018.
3: Josh, who won Sixth Man
1: of the Year in 2004? Why? I don't know. (laughs)
3: So, that proves my point. Aaron explained (laughs) So, basically, that proves the point because in 2004, Josh was focusing for the future as to who would win 2006, 2016 Walter Payton Man of the Year. Josh was three in 2004. I
2: was th- yeah. two. Josh was two in 2004. You were born in 2002.
0: You're, I was just, yeah. You know what's weird? Like, I'm born at, in August, at the end of August, so for most of 2004, I was just one. <laughs> <laughs> and this
2: is nothing, 2004, I was three. Yeah, 2004, I was three. This has nothing to do with Well, sports. Aaron's over a year older than me, so. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. But, uh, Josh, I believe you on the Eli Manning-Lair-Fishield thing. I think maybe it got some – like, you saw it
0: somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying subconsciously – Yeah. I, think I know. It was it
1: was just I knew that the two of them were, like, considered the two best guys in the NFL. I never knew that they
0: won the award together. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I was right. very taken aback when I learned that.
3: Yeah, yeah all so, right. Uh, I have a KBO. so oh God.
2: As always, I have nope, headlines. No, no, not no this KBO. one's a
3: funny KBO. Headline. Vito. No, we're vetoing
2: it. Yeah, we're not talking KBO.
3: It's about the fans of KBO.
2: Oh yeah. All <laughs> oh,
3: right, the fans aren't Wait, there. Did you see
2: the South Korean? Yes, that's why I was going. That's for. not KBO.
3: That's well, not KBO. I was was like that soccer? No,
2: it was soccer. Yeah. I just
3: saw South Korea, and I assumed KBO.
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was soccer, but you can still tell the story.
3: Well, basically it was either the Korean South Korean Soccer League or KBO, uh one of the teams instead of having the cut-out cardboard fans instead had sex dolls in the crowd.
0: What well flavor? Oh god. I <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, that's 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 no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that would work. <laughs> yes.
3: I I know I always have to come in with some sort of headline, but there wasn't much, so I thought that was it. Oh, like there was the only our headline is that the Knicks are hiring the Jazz, uh, the Jazz's vice president of player personnel. Oh,
2: there's other be their, their new
3: assistant general manager oh, Walt. Yeah,
1: Aaron, Sammy, assistant I read. I mean, I read a really funny Redskins story yesterday.
2: Washington Redskins?
1: And it's about how their history was sort of foretold. So, Football Outsiders has been doing this thing called their dynasty rankings. Um, And it's, like, really interesting. They, like, sort of come up with a statistical definition of a dynasty. And then, like, rank them. And they were talking about the Redskins in the 40s. And the way that dynasty broke up was so funny. So first, they lost in the NFL championship game because at the time, the goalposts were in the front of the end zone. And if someone attempted a pass from their own end zone and it hit the goalpost, it was a safety. And the Redskins lost 15-14 on such a play at the very end. Um, and then they drafted this guy named Cal Rossi in the first round without realizing that he was a junior, which meant that at the time he was ineligible for the NFL.
0: That, well, they tried, so, so
1: they just had no first round pick that year. And then the next year they drafted the same guy in the first round once he was a senior only to learn he had no interest in playing in the NFL. <laughs> so
0: Okay, to be fair, <laughs> no. that definitely isn't totally their fault. Like, there was no scouting.
1: <laughs> but, but not realizing that he's a junior is a tough one. Yeah. That, that,
0: that's well, the Redskins one. in the 40s were actually Yeah, no, this though. is how
1: that team broke up. And so after this, then after that, the NFL integrated, and their owner was really, really racist and refused to sign a black player for 16 years. Until in 1962, the Attorney General ordered them to do so. Oh. And over that period, I they don't... made the
2: playoffs three times in 22 years. I'm not sure how to respond to that.
0: That's better. That's just as good as... Well, no, actually. Yeah,
1: but I feel I like...
0: Guess. That's a very Redskin story, but can we talk about my favorite Redskin story of all time, sure. Josh? The one that you told me. Which one, Gus Farratt? Mm-mm. Kicker, Mm-mm. Uh, I, I'm not sure though. I'm, I'm lost in Redskins. So in the 80s, the Redskins held a sting operation. Oh, yep, yep. Wait, and, what? Yep. And basically, <laughs> oh my God, this is call, so funny. They called like the 100 most wanted criminals in the DC area, and they're like, "Congratulations, you won tickets to see the Washington Redskins. You and a friend or a family member <laughs> come out for an all-inclusive experience in a game against the Bengals." And so, like, some number, like, 60, maybe, of the 100 were like, oh, that's awesome. Because, like, the Redskins now, if you get that, you're like, oh, why would I want to watch the Redskins? But back then, the Redskins people wanted mm-hmm. to watch them. So they all come down, and there's cheerleaders there to touch them. Well, and no, so, them down right, so it's,
1: it's they are coming to, like, a Marriott to claim their tickets, and they dress up all the female agents as cheerleaders.
0: And they're, like, patting them down without them realizing, and then they all get them into a room. And they're like, oh, when we have one more surprise, you have the right to remain silent, and then a SWAT team busts in. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the best. awesome. And there are videos of it. NFL. It's so funny. Yeah, if you look up on NFL's YouTube, one of the NFL Network or NFL Films, there's a cool short film about it. I hate the sound this way, but isn't that unlawful entrapment?
2: Man. Can you just leave? KP, come on. Come on, man.
3: I, I just feel like that's... Unconstitutional, no, it is. No, they're they on the 100 most wanted list. What, well, like, what part of the constitution is well, the 100 most pray. wanted list in DC? Uh, there was a former Supreme Court case, I'm gonna forget the name of it
0: Roe v. Wade.
3: Nope,
2: uh, it was Kalen Horn Tucker. <laughs> Apparently, this was called an Operation Flagship.
0: Yeah, that's true. And because it was sponsored by Flagship, and if you're wondering where have you heard that before, it's the car wash company. The car wash company, or sponsored a sting, is what you're saying. Well, they had. They also had some really cool acronyms that were obviously like, <laughs> like one of the departments was called like the Junior Associate. This is just made. It's something like this, but it's like Junior Associates in Language, which stands for Jail, and it's like stuff like that. They had all these funny like. Wait no, they actually none of the criminals realized it. Yeah, they actually had
2: so the flagship in the operational flagship comes from. It says the event was promoted was promoting a new channel called Flagship International Sports Television, which is an acronym for Fugitive Investigative Strike Team. See,
0: that's what I'm saying. It was a full, cool thing. Yeah, and I'm telling (laughs) you, now that the Redskins are bad, there's so many more criminals in DC.
2: It's
1: so funny.
0: That's a great. Story. If I was well, one of those. Also, can I about... give you my favorite Redskins fun fact? Sure. The Redskins, out of any franchise, have played the, you know, sixth most games. Right. Yeah. In their twelve hundred and thirty four games, they are six hundred three, six hundred three, and twenty eight for a perfect record of five hundred. Wow, that's impressive. That's insane.
3: And this season they go above five hundred. According it's, to your prediction, it's sure
0: 97
2: that would be unfortunate. I feel like they have to go 8-8 eight eight now. Oh, maybe they'll go 7-7-2.
0: Seven, seven, and two. Or maybe they go 0 and 16 That's only happened once. The 92 Packers. Of course. I have a question. Yeah. I have an answer. If somebody was 0 and 16 and they were tied in the wild card race with the team that was 8-8 eight eight because it couldn't be within the division because then the other team would have two ties, who would win? We've, we've like, had what? this
1: discussion before, Sammy. I don't think we it's figured it Aiden out. Aiden.
0: It's the Aiden team, right?
2: Why?
1: I think it would... it would no. like be No, 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 no. The
2: no. 16 team has eight The
1: tiebreaker losses. it would go to was point differential, I think. Are you I'm sure? pretty sure. It would go the point... Wait, so... Or, or maybe it would oh. be common opponents, and, like... If, Wait, if but if one it goes of the, to
3: point differential... Couldn't the O and O and sixteen teams still win in theory? Yeah, I mean, if the O-N-16 right, O-N-16 right. they w- they could win. It depends how the A-Nate one, eight, eight eight was. Eight
1: but I think we go to common the common because opponents before that because let's say they each they had four common opponents, and one one of them was O and four, and the other was one three. Right. Which one's better? I'm pretty sure O and four.
0: This is ridiculous.
1: No, the the most confused I've ever been. I've been trying to wrap my brains around it. Was in 2018, the rave going into the last week of the season, the Ravens were um, uh, nine and six, and the Steelers were eight six and two, and they had all these scenarios playing out for what would happen, but they didn't say what would happen if the Ravens lost and the Steelers tied, and the Ravens wound up. At nine and seven, and the Steelers wound up at eight, six, and two. And
3: and let me guess, that's what happened. No, no the Ravens. No. Aaron,
0: this
1: was like two years. Ago. Yeah, the Ravens. Yeah. I the Ravens won. Know. The Steelers were watching the game on their field and walked the game off. Walked off depressed. But if the Ravens had lost that game, that would have reached Billy Cundiff levels. Honestly. Well, you can't lose the
0: Browns. Yeah, Billy that's, is that's pretty well
1: because the past two years. The Ravens had been knocked out of the playoffs on the last game of the season by giving up last-second touchdowns. Tyler Boyd. And right, and the year before that, there was Antonio Brown, which I was
0: there for. And but that wasn't the, that was week six, right? They,
1: it was basically like it was it was the game that was for the season. But then, if the
0: Ravens had won that game, they still didn't clinch.
1: Yeah, but the, just we like the next week we lost to the Bengals, but no one was like the team was just out of it. And the Ravens would have probably made the playoffs either way because they wouldn't have gotten the wild card. Um, but anyway, um, so the next year they were up 26-24 on the Browns. And they the Browns got the ball and started driving. And they got it to the Ravens' 39. And the Ravens forced three straight incompletions and then got an interception e. on fourth down. Which that, right, Josh? yeah, that's that game is probably one of, like the second or third best moment as a Ravens fan, just because I was so ter- <laughs> Like I thought we were going to lose. It was the same thing happening again. This was
0: also the week that that Antonio Brown decided not to play. Yeah. Oh, Steelers. Okay, so I was just singing
3: to myself while Josh was telling that story, from a football standpoint, documentary wise. What if we got one on the Browns?
1: Hard knocks. The we have it. In Browns.
3: No, no, like a deeper dive throughout the is Hard Knocks throughout the season. Throughout I've never watched camp. it. Yeah, it's no,
2: no, interview. no. Throughout and the, the Hard
1: Knocks, one one was interesting. There were some fun stories there.
2: I I didn't really watch Hard Knocks. Should we move into I've, the trivia
0: segment of the pod? I've never watched Hard Knocks, but it better be God. some good trivia. Well, I'm just saying I have a list pulled up that I'm going to ask questions from, and I'm sure you guys can find stuff. So, basically, I have the list of every team's all-time wins, losses, tied percentage and stuff, and I'll, I'll ask some questions. Sure. And we'll see sure. how much we know. So, my first question will be, who has a higher all-time winning percentage? The New England Patriots or the Baltimore Ravens? Oh, the Ravens. Ravens. Ravens, yeah. The answer is the New England Patriots. Really? Really. With an all-time percentage of 5.64, the Ravens at 5.59. Does the Ravens oh. include Cleveland?
1: I don't think it should. The Ravens,
0: it's three hundred eighty-four games so it played. Doesn't include
1: Cleveland.
2: It's it not. So, but if it was three eighty-five,
0: it would. Well, no, I think it just. I saying, don't like, think that's it does. But that must the Patriots that, that be, three times yeah, as many. That games must
1: before. be including playoffs.
0: No, it's not. That's it has to be because, because there is a separate one that has playoffs involved. But the Ravens, yeah, I feel like just the Ravens
1: have been around for 20, 24 years.
0: Josh, why can't you just accept that no, you're wrong? Because 16
1: it. times 10 is 160. So that would mean to even get to 320, you would need 20 years. But they've played. The
0: Ravens for, haven't played 64 playoff games.
1: For 24. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I did the just math wrong. That, I did the
0: math wrong. That's right. Just That's right. <laughs> I also like how Josh was so confident that Aaron and Yoni were just like, oh, yeah, Ravens. I, I
2: mean,
0: I just kind well, well, of. the Patriots
2: just... were terrible
0: for
1: 40 years.
0: Yeah, I mean... I mean, they've made a Super Bowl in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. Yeah. well, And they've been so good the last 20 right, years. Right, no, it was they, brief they period.
1: Weren't... The Patriots were historically always playing third fiddle in Boston to the Patriots and Red Sox. The
2: Patriots and Red the Sox?
1: The Celtics and Red Sox.
2: The Bruins the and the... the Hot Wings. Well, I mean, Boston's
0: always been a hockey city. I'm assuming we know this, but just making sure, who has the highest all-time winning percentage? What? Packers? No. No. Is that what everybody thought? I don't know.
3: Could it be the Cowboys or the Steelers?
0: (laughs) It could be, if you want to guess. Yeah, is it the Steelers? Steelers It is not the Steelers. Is Is it the Cowboys? the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so I was, was thing about it. They've been relevant always. Yeah. Even if they yeah. go 8-8, eight and eight, that's yeah. 500. And so their all-time winning percentage is 572. Really, the
1: only extended oh, yeah. periods where they've been bad are like the early 60s and the late 80s. And otherwise, it's been 60 the- years of, at the very least, mediocrity.
0: But it's more impressive a- to me for the Packers who are in second with 567 because they've been around – this will be their 100th season. Yeah. So I was second place. All right. I got it. Yeah, so that's that's the highest all-time. What about the worst? Worst winning percentage of all time? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Re- very good, Aaron. They're the only team below 300 at 380 – or below 400 at 380. Wait, I'm actually right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, the Buccaneers' yeah. first 25 years, really before they drafted, like, Warren Sapp and John Lynch and Derek Brooks, I mean, they're the worst – They got off to the worst start in NFL history. They started off 0-26 as a team.
0: My favorite part about this is I'll ask a question, someone will answer it, and then Josh will explain it. Well,
1: I'm just trying to think of it. No, it's a good thing. I like it. I mean, they started off 0-26 as a team. They only made the playoffs like once or twice. Like a famous story is Warren Sapp was from sort of the central Florida area, and he was super, super depressed when he got drafted by the Buccaneers. Because he had grown up around them as perennial losers in a terrible franchise. And he wound up being the one that turned them around. But basically, they've had their one small period of relevance with John Gruden and Tony Dungy in the late 90s, early 2000s. And And then, I mean, I think them and the Browns are the only teams that haven't made the playoffs since 2008, right?
0: What's the what's the question?
1: Where since 2008, them and the Browns, I think, are the only teams that Buccaneers haven't made the playoffs. made it since
0: 07. Right, 07
1: was their last time.
0: So you're saying them and the Browns? Oh, oh, well, since 2010, Josh, Everybody made yeah. playoffs last decade, except for those two teams. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure I read that every team's made it since 2015, except for the Jets, Buccaneers, and Browns. Literally every team, which just speaks to the parody. Five years, 29 teams made the playoffs. Yeah. Huh. That's that's awesome. All right, so who we already established that the Buccaneers have the lowest winning percentage of all time. What ASC team is the lowest in ASC history? The Bengals. Yeah, I was gonna guess that,
2: that would be my guess. Yeah,
0: you're all wrong again, though.
2: Really? stop following earlier. Josh's confidence. I was gonna guess that earlier. All
0: right, I, I, oh, that actually Chargers really surprised me.
1: It's not the Chargers. It's not the Chargers. Um, the Chargers have been surprisingly it, relevant. A lot the of Chargers the Chargers are
0: 18th all time. Yeah, just below 500. Um, um,
1: is it the Jaguars?
0: It is the Jaguars at 440. Yeah, they're they're newer franchises. Well, it's than
1: that. funny because they actually yeah. have like the best start of any expansion franchise ever. Let's hear it. Well, in their second Let's year, start. they made the AFC Championship game. Actually, in the second year, both them and the expansion Panthers made their conference championship games, and they made the playoffs like four out of the f- their first five years, and then their fifth year, they were 14-2 and two and like were the Super Bowl favorites before they got upset by Steve McNair, the championship that was, game. We
0: talk about that a lot, Josh, because the Titans beat them the third time. Yeah. Um, Alright, so now let's quickly do a lightning round where I'm going to name a team. And you guys tell me if they're above or below 500. Remember, the Redskins are exactly 500. And so, if you to think about it this way, I'm going to name a team. You tell me if they're worse all time than the Redskins or not. The Seahawks. Right. Above? Below. Above. Above is correct. Mm-hmm. At 514. Bam, I beat
3: Josh. I win. I'm not going to guess again. I have a the Philadelphia Redskins. Eagles. Below.
2: Hmm.
0: Below, yeah.
1: Josh. This one's hard.
0: That's what she's gonna have to I'll go up. below. Below is correct at four ninety one. Yeah. All right, now a little bit 2-0. easier. The Tennessee Titans. Below. Oh, this
1: include. I'm going above.
0: Above. It's below. Aaron's on fire. Really? Does Damn. that? Did that? In- Guys, did that this. include the Oilers? Josh couldn't tell you. It just says they played nine hundred sixteen games. So and they were found in definitely includes
1: the Oilers.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Sure. The Raiders. Above.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go above. It's definitely not above.
2: Josh.
1: I'm going.
0: <laughs> I'm. He's going neutral. Not oh God, on this time. one's this
1: one's really hard. They're like so even in terms of good and bad. I'm going above.
0: Above is correct. Yeah. They're, pretty, they're pretty
2: high, Above, they're 522. I'm unstoppable. I am unstoppable. Have you gotten one wrong? No. No, you're five, you've are five. gone five right. I've gone four. The right.
0: Houston Texans.
2: They're definitely below. below. This is since 2002. Yeah, below. Below is correct. 6-0.
3: Right. The Colts.
2: 5-1. Above. The Colts. Hmm.
3: You have a 50-50% chance. Like,
0: no, but they're trying to be an and... educated guess.
2: Yeah. Then, uh, mm, I'll go above. Right.
0: Aaron, what did you say? I said above.
1: I'm going below.
0: It's above. Why not just follow Aaron? He knows all of this, apparently. He's <laughs> he got I'm being too <laughs> so analytical no. about this.
1: I tried to break it down into, like, years of when the Colts have been good and bad.
0: The Giants. So it's just... It's giants, above. they're also above. Yeah, they're above. Yeah, above. All right. Yes, the bills.
3: Below, they're
0: definitely below. above. Aaron Actually, finally gets ooh. it wrong. Yeah, below. No,
3: I tried to break from the pack. They're Below. Yeah. All right. Does anybody yeah. else have anything? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I was the third one to answer. I my thinking was I've got to break from the pack, and that's why I said ooh. above. Up.
0: And it just it
3: it did not we go ended, well. We both
0: ended in one. Man, that's disappointing. Should we quickly talk about some playoff numbers?
3: Yeah, sure, sure. Wait, can you give us one more, Sammy?
0: So no, we're, we're at you Yeah,
2: let's those miss. Let's go playoff numbers now.
0: We're quickly going through some playoff fun facts. Um, I'm going to name two teams, and you're going to tell me who has an all-time higher playoff win percentage. Okay. The Ravens and the Patriots. Patriots. Wait, okay, what's the, the question? Who has a higher playoff win percentage, the Ravens or the Patriots? Ravens. Yeah, I think it's the Ravens. It's the Patriots by far. Come on, guys. Why, why did we do this? Ravens are 600. Pats are 638. The Pats are first all-time. Never bet Patriots.
3: Okay, so... Can I, can I explain myself? No.
0: I would love for you to explain yourself.
3: Uh, it's really simple. I thought it was too obvious of a question. So... I decided. Let me go with
0: the. What happened? to It's a fifty-fifty chance. Stop yeah. overthinking it. Here. Well, no, I mean, I really
1: overthought it because my reason was that, like, the Patriots, a have like been knocked out of the playoffs more. Plus, they usually get a bye, Whereas the Ravens are in the wild card round, but always win in the wild card round. So, well, like, Josh,
0: the Patriots have twenty-one losses and fifty-eight tries, and the Ravens have ten and
1: twenty-five.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like of the top teams, Josh, the top 10, the Ravens have the least playoff games played.
1: Yeah. Well, it makes least... sense.
0: Yeah. Well, but okay. We're... So now I'm going to quickly tell you guys that the Eagles, the Seahawks, and the Jaguars are all 500. And now I'm going to name some teams and you tell me if their playoff percentage is higher or lower. All right. The New York Giants. Above. Wait, above 500 or below? What? Wait. That's what you're I answering. I missed the question. Or is the Giants I'm... playoff win percentage above or below five hundred?
1: Uh, I'm going above. Below.
0: It's below. Damn,
1: really? Yep.
0: There we go. Damn. The Seahawks. I'm you back. said they are below. Didn't you so say they were five
1: hundred?
0: Just making sure you guys remember. Yeah. <laughs> the Bears. Above. Yeah, above. Below. Below is correct. Wait.
1: I'm too good at this. Does the playoffs include, like, NFL championship (laughs) games?
2: (laughs) Just don't overthink it.
1: But, like, they were dominant in the 30s and 40s.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. When I said above, I was like, wow, those 30s and 40s. (laughs) The Redskins. What would you say?
3: The Redskins. They're above. You said the
2: Redskins? Yeah. Below.
0: Above me, above, yeah. above by far at five forty eight. Oh wow! Yeah. They they don't usually make it, but when they do, they drink those yeah. Equis. That's what I was thinking. All right, let's see. Uh, the Dolphins. Below above above below is correct.
1: Yeah, they lost. They lost too many times with Dan Marino.
3: The Saints. Why would you say that about him, Josh? The Saints. Mm-hmm.
2: Below above
0: josh it's like i've said above for everybody. below below is correct yeah things mm-hmm. really haven't played that many playoff games
1: yeah well aren't they like really close to 500 with drew Brees? i
0: don't know what are they what's their percentage right now they're 9 and 12 for a 429 but it's not a big yeah. sample size all right yeah
1: yeah and drew Brees has probably played like 15 or 16 of those
0: um the raiders
2: Above, oh,
0: way above. They're sixth all time at five sixty eight.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. All right. I think we should be done with this because it's getting a little redundant. But I just want to give you guys a little bit of insight into this. The three teams that finished five hundred were eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. So almost every team is below.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to get
0: the worst team of all time in the playoffs? Jaguars. Texans. The Jaguars were one of the five hundred teams, Aaron. Way to listen. <laughs> Lions? Nope. The Cincinnati Bengals at five and fourteen. Oh,
1: I overthought it again. I was thinking the Lions of the Bengals. And Texans are
0: both also in the no, because I was I was
1: about to say the Bengals, but I realized they made the Super Bowl in eighty one and eighty eight. And I decided against
2: it. Sammy, where are the
0: Texans? Well, I was saying while well, Josh was explaining that the Lions and the Texans are both also in the bottom four. The Texans Stop. have played the least playoff games in in all, out of yeah. all the teams, only ten, but they are four and six.
1: The Lions have one playoff
0: win in the last sixty-two years. Yeah, the Lions. I mean, in terms of games played, they're the only team in the bottom seven with at least twenty. Yeah. So yeah. And like
1: most of yeah. those came in the fifties.
0: Mm. Nice. And then, Josh, just so you know, there is a combined regular season and playoffs category. And so, now you do want to guess who's higher, Ravens or Patriots?
2: Oh, Ravens.
0: I'm going Patriots. So, Josh, remember how the Ravens were lower in both regular season and playoffs? Oh, that's true. So, how, it, how would it be? <laughs> yeah. different? Yeah. I, I, I
1: forgot about the regular season part.
0: Yeah, the Patriots are second all-time at 568. Yeah. The Ravens are fifth at 561. But the Ravens oh. have played a 1,000 less games than some of the teams. Yeah that are on this list here. All right. That was a fun quiz. Yeah. Mm. And if just so, just fun fact, if you include the Redskins playoffs, they're above 500 all time. That needed to be said. Well done for the Redskins. Yep. So they they have, they have room to go four games under next year and still be good. All right. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. This Um, has been open mic Monday, booger, fun facts, trivia, all that sort of, you know, fun stuff combined into one thing and korean sex dolls but we did we ever figure out what flavor oh god
3: okay so as usual remember to check out the floater pod on instagram and now on twitter we'll keep reminding you that we're also on twitter now check out floaterpod.com for new articles daily are we on twitter um yeah we're on twitter at the floater pod awesome um That's basically it,
0: Sammy. Yes.
3: i leave it to you. All right.
0: It is my honor, duty, responsibility. And as I said, I'm changing it today. For the next 50, or until things change in the world, I will now be saying, stay listening to your health officials in your local neighborhoods, (laughs) stay safe, and stay loyal.